Howdy, folks. Welcome back to Wiley Sportsman Show. Today, I am joined with Theo Edeburn. You want to say hi, Theo? Hey, what's going on? Hey, not too much, man. It is currently Tuesday. You know, we had a crazy weekend this weekend. Uh, but first, before I dive any further, I think we got to talk about, you know, the audience and they need to follow us on Instagram. Don't you agree? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Always trying to grow, man. Always trying to grow. So uh, what's your Instagram? Uh, it's the official underscore Theo. So that'll be T-H-E-O-F-F-I-S-H-I-A-L underscore Theo. That's a pretty clever uh, username you got there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty long one too, but <laughs> I mean, it, once you like say it out loud, you're like, Oh my, like that's, that's good. <laughs> so mine is Dylan Welly fishing. So you got D Y L A N W E L L E fishing, Dylan Welly fishing. Um, it's where I run the podcast from and, you know, you're always staying up to date with what I'm doing. Like even yours, like you're always posting what you're doing. Uh, I know you got some cool, you know, videos coming out and always have IGTVs going, coming out. So, uh, you know, it's a good way to keep up with what we're doing. Right, right. Alrighty. So we had a big tournament this weekend. Oh, I wouldn't say big. Uh, just a really fun one and I guess an important one uh, to some degree. Right. Yeah, that state team championship. That was a blast. Yep. The SATT state team championship on Leech Lake was this weekend, Sunday and Monday. So, uh let's kind of explain the format of this because, you know, I was telling all sorts of people about what we did and there were very few of them that could actually like, you know, that actually kind of understood what was happening. Cause it's not like your normal tournament by any means. Uh, so each, you know, high school team is represented, but like they have their own team. So ours, you know, Sabre Storm, it's Sartell, Sock Rapids, uh, but most teams is just one school. So, you know, you have, for example, Becker, you know, Brainerd, you know, other teams like that, they each have their own team. And each team now is represented by three boats. So each each team is made up of three boats. And every day, you know, it's, it's all through virtual. You know, you take a picture of the fish and send it in. But every team has 15 fish all together. So between the three boats to kind of like submit. And you take your biggest 15 out of the three boats uh, and that goes towards your team. So that kind of clears up that kind of confusion right out of the way. Um, but uh, we had, we had a really good day, you know, especially our boat, you know, we kind of talk about uh, Sunday, our first morning, kind of uh, what we saw and what the end results were to start. So uh, you want to go first and talk about kind of the general, you know, cover that we were fishing and the structure uh, kind of provide that information to the listeners so they can kind of visualize what we were fishing. Yeah, for sure. Um, we were fishing a fairly narrow stretch in the rice. Uh, wild rice is pretty, pretty key and popular cover on Leech Lake. And then there's a deep, there's a deep channel swing in the middle there. It's a pretty special spot. It, there's a hole out to 12 foot and pretty steep steep banks on each side with rice and you caught a walleye on accident right i caught one out in the channel there that is crazy uh so we got there right away in the morning you know the first day super windy what do you do you, do you know what the wind was on the main lake 
Oh, it was ripping. It had gusts up to 25. Yeah, it was like stupid windy. So, uh, you know, we get in there, we're trying all sorts of things. Uh, we're, you know, flipping baits. We're using, I use a chatter bait to start with, you know, uh, super weedy environment. So definitely had to put away some of the open hook stuff. I had like the Ned rig and uh, a swim bait and stuff like that. So I was always just pitching around, um, you know, all, all these fairly weedless baits. And it was funny. We ended up, you know, we had Sankos rigged up at like a, a backup bait, you know, like for frog blobs. You know, we get, you get a frog blob, a missed one, and you, you pitch out that Sanko. And we started pitching around the Sankos, and, you know, we were catching fish. It was it was beyond it – was, it was funny, you know, be, being a – experienced angler you kind of seem to go away from those kind of techniques like those super easy ones and then here we were in a tournament you know using it not only using it but catching fish like uh, i know we were talking about it in the boat and you want we could talk about that a little bit too but it almost feels feels like weird like you know am i really supposed to be doing this because you know it's a senko so uh you want to explain your thoughts on that no i almost feel myself being drawn away from it because I'd like to catch them a different way, the honest to God truth. But I feel the same way, man. I mean, when nothing else is working, I mean, those baits have become so highly popularized for a good reason. And because they work on right, all the time. The fish see them a lot, but they just never get conditioned to them for whatever reason. And yeah, that, that Senko is a really special bait. Yeah, I don't. Uh... I don't know how these, you know, fish, especially on a lake like leech, are used to that, are, you know, pressured enough into not biting on that. But I guess leech is a big lake. There's a lot of water to cover, in a sense. Right. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> sorry. Excuse me. Um, so, what we, we caught, uh, how, you know how many fish we ended up entering for our team on Sunday? So, I've think we brought in about 15 and contributed probably 10 keepers that first day yeah that sounds about right we were we were doing pretty good and our biggest was a 19 and a quarter uh yours truly caught that one <laughs> um yeah that was that was that was kind of you know it was, it was a nice fish i wish he was fighting a little bit more but in all honesty i'm kind of glad he just got in the boat but uh yeah, he came in with a bunch of weeds wrapped around him, or at first I had a bunch of weeds wrapped in around him. So, you know, he didn't fight too much, but obviously, you know, really big fish. And I think that one is will be coming on the Instagram soon for me. I don't know about yourself, but we got a lot of cool pictures we got to post first. Yeah, for sure. Once we start talking about tournament day two, there's a pretty good photo op that went on. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, like I thought that first picture we got on the first day, I'm like, oh, this will, cool. this will be cool. You know, like this will go on the Instagram late Monday evening. And then, we, you know, Monday rolls around and then I just have, you know, my phone is filled with like all these high quality Instagram content pictures. Like, I'm like, oh, boy, like, boy, was I mistaken. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so, you know, we come back, let, let's talk about the start of Monday. So Monday, we end up coming back to that same spot and what we found was completely different. Uh, you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. We came back to that same channel in the rice there and the bite was just shut down. It was just lockjaw. Um, 
we scooped up two keepers, but real little fish in there. And I could tell from the get-go that we were going to have to make an adjustment to stay on track there. And uh, we also brought one of our other boats in there with us because we figured, uh, hey, if we did really good here yesterday and it's anything like it was you know, the day before, the, we can get some more people on these fish. You know, we can get more lines in the water, granted, you know, catching more fish. But, you know, when the fish aren't biting or cooperating, uh, that strategy kind of goes out the window. Right. So, uh, you know, early in the morning, I guess I did have a couple bites and I just think that they were, they, they were in that, I'm not going to bite mood. And if I am going to bite, I'm not fully going to commit to it because you ended up catching yours on a Sanko, correct? Right. Yeah. And those were real little fish. Yeah. You know, barely 12 inches, you know, <laughs> had a pinch of tail to get them over 12, just ridiculous. Those are fish you don't want to be entering during tournament like that, but at that point you were just happy to get any fish we can. Yeah, for those first six hours we were happy to put anything in the boat. <laughs> yeah, that is true. And uh, after that, you know, we just went looking like we went crazy. We tried all sorts of spots, uh, tried some different lures, and at the end of the day, we made a move to cover some some completely different water that or types of water that we had never fish before or like not, not that we'd never fished it before but we haven't hadn't fished it before in the tournament uh you want to explain what those kinds of uh cover were and then how we we kind of addressed it to ultimately find success right yeah for sure um yeah we made almost a 20 20 mile run there and it was a gamble it was really a gamble we knew we had some solid fish there but we didn't know just how good it was going to be. Mm -hmm. And gosh, we thought we had solid fish in the rice too. So if anything, we thought the fish, the bite was slowing down, but we, we made a run for it and we found some, some rock structure that we had pre-fished and eventually we found the hot spot and it was just loaded. But, yeah. That was, but, yeah. that was crazy. But going back to pre-fishing Thursday, it was just pouring rain, ripping wind. My dad and I pre-fished for 10 hours for two fish. But on this spot, they're both smallies, 17 inches, bang, bang, back-to-back -back casts. And we knew we had found something. So we came back there for the tournament, and it was on. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, we made that that giant trip down there, a huge gamble, okay? Uh and then we ended up getting to that waypoint. You know, you said you found something there and you made that first cast kind of, you know, towards that waypoint. And then you hooked up. Uh, I had a little swim bait, like a 2.8 Kitex style swim bait. I, I hooked up. Uh, you got yours in the boat. Uh, I got mine in the boat. Yours was not bad, if I remember right. Must those, been... those first couple were 17, 18 inches. Yeah. Yeah. And that was ultimately trumped by some of the other ones we had, you know, like the. I believe one of us had an 18 three quarter. Another yeah. one of us had a 19. I had another 19. Yeah, we ended up scoring multiple 19s. Yeah, which was, and this is all in a span of, what would you say, 40 minutes, 45? Yeah, 40 to 45. And yeah, keep in mind here, we had nine fish to go with less than an hour to go. And you caught that last one with 90 seconds left in the tournament. Yeah, yep. Crazy. Yeah, to get our limit, we had thirty. No, ninety seconds left to do it. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, buzzer so, beat action. 
that was that was great. That was fantastic. Uh, like what? How many double headers do you think we had? We I'd had say two, if not three. Two or three for sure. And it seemed like, uh, you know, it was if it wasn't one of us hooking up, it was the other one. If it wasn't, you know, a double header, so, uh, it was unbelievable. And all these fish fought great. All these fish, you know, were like they they fought good. Okay, you know, they came up to the surface trying to jump. Just ultimately, like they weren't fat lazy fish. They were giving you kind of a run for your money as far as fighting goes, because you do run into some of those smallmouth where they're just like so gorge that they they do stop that fighting in a sense a little bit but these fish as for you know big wide and healthy they were like these fish i get why they call them footballs after seeing these fish just wide like insane so you can see why you know they call them footballs but that them being absolutely gorged did not stop them from fighting insane uh one bit and that was that was something i really enjoyed about you know catching those fishes wow they were healthy they fought like crazy and ultimately uh out of those nine fish we ended up catching i'd say all of them except the one were over three pounds and would you agree with that statement i feel like that's that's safe to say yeah for sure and those fish were taking some serious runs it's 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 great that we managed to land all of those fish yeah yeah, I don't think we had any get off by the boat, although we did have a couple missed bites, which I guess is to be expected. Uh, you know, I, we're, you're not turning yourself up over that, but we did land every fish by the boat now that you say that. Yeah, that was that's, that's how you want to execute, especially in a tournament. All right, and uh, I, do you want to say the magic lure? Yeah, yeah. It was... We, we got to add suspense, though. How are we going to do that? You want to do a little drum roll? Sure, sure, man. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, I don't have anything to really drum roll with, but let's oh, see. Dang. I got a ruler. I got a pen. Let's see this thing. Ready? Yeah. It was. Damn. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. You want to say that again? I don't know if they heard me over or heard you over me. Yeah. It was a tube. Who would have thought it? Yeah, who would have thought it? The classic smallmouth bait. Who would have thought it? Right. And yeah, I mean that's one one thing we found pre-fishing and came back to it and it was it was still hot. Oh boy, do you know what? Uh I don't think we mentioned that all these fish we caught were smallmouth. I think we just kind of implied that, but probably listener probably does not know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we made, <laughs> that was a serious adjustment there to go from green to brown fish. Oh yeah, yeah, that like completely changing gears. Yeah, with the clock running out. Yeah, quite the gamble, and it ended up paying off. Uh, so our team, after the first day, was in fifth place, and at our lowest on the second day, I believe, what were we thirteenth? Does that sound yeah. right? Yeah, we fell way down there, and we ended up getting back up to fifth on Monday, only to be knocked down after the tournament was done because. The, t- the team that was like above us or like that ended up above us was YZ and they must have had a fish that needed submitting. Uh, and so they ended up submitting that after the tournament, which is, is, is good as long as it's timestamp. So it's still like perfectly fine for them to do it. Uh, Cause let's say they didn't have reception and they couldn't get it in. So they had a, a whole nother fish <clears throat> that needed to be submitted. And, uh, and once they got that submitted, 
they were ahead of us in the standings. So we ended the tournament at fifth, and then they got the fish submitted, and we ended up in sixth overall as a team. Yes, sir. So that was uh, that was a really fun tournament. Yeah, that was pretty nuts. We even we even ended up staying out there a little bit after the tournament just because the bite was on fire and Welly boated a five pounder and I had yes. Yeah. That was uh, that was a lot of fun. Those are some very beautiful fish, and then ended up, you know, finishing off the day with a five pound smallmouth. Uh, more than likely, my PB. Uh, there's a great icing on the cake for the weekend. Right. And folks at home, if I can give you one tip that I learned on the weekend. Um, Don't you say it. Don't you say it. <laughs> you tie your dang line. Okay. Okay. I thought you were going to say stay till the very end. <laughs> no, no. Because um, that's what me and Ryan did in Malax. We left early and, and you, were, you razzed me a little bit about that. Yeah. No, so... Dylan was Dylan was talking about how normally he'd be retying, but we only had 20 minutes left in the tournament and not much time to spare. But I think right after it ended, you retied before that giant one, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. As soon as the tournament ended, I retied because I saw the Frank on my line. I'm like, ooh, I'm really pushing the boundary. You know, I'm like, it, this next fish could very well break my line, but I'm going to take the gamble because time is running out. I think actually we had 10 minutes left. And we needed like two more fish. So I'm like, I can't take the minute if that to retire. Like I need every minute. And if he gets off, I guess so be it. It was meant to be. Uh, but I ended up getting a whole another fish on that line. And then as soon as the tournament was done, I you know I spent that minute to retie because uh, I knew we were staying out fishing. So that was the way I kind of approached that. And uh, Theo, that might have been the best call you made all day. Get, get that big <laughs> one in the boat. Yeah. Uh, I ended up making the mistake of watching Welly do that and not retying, and I had a little heartbreaker <laughs> at the boat. He did. Uh, it was, you know, I guess it was right next to the boat. He, he was he was towards, like, kind of in the vicinity, but. Um, yeah. We didn't get a real good look at him, but obviously your mind starts playing tricks on you when they break your line. Yeah, uh, Theo, Theo was convinced and a little distraught that it was his biggest fish of the year, but uh, <laughs> uh, if you ask me, it, it was a good one. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think it was quite the biggest. Uh, I think it was his mind playing games with him, but uh, yeah. that's and that's his, uh, you know, his imagination to kind of fight with over that one, you know. Yeah, I saw a funny little. I saw a funny bit about how goldfish are the happiest animal in the world because they're uh, they're they only remember ten seconds of their life at a time. So you just kind of you just kind of have have to have short-term memory loss on ones like that to keep pushing and get that big one next time true and also when you know when after you get done with a bite as good as what we had to have that thing kind of bum down the rest of the trip just you know overall i guess uh not not the best way if you ask me not the best way to remember that trip and you know losing the big one is i think the best way to remember that trip is you know all the good we had before that oh for sure yeah i mean and Thank God that heartbreaker was after the tournament, you know? Oh yeah. 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 I mean, during the tournament hours, I think we did everything we could, which is just about all you can ask for. Mm-hmm. For sure. All righty. Well, that is after? all I got for you. All right. Yeah. Me too. I'm, I'm all done. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, 
it was a good weekend and I look forward to fishing with you uh hopefully in the near future um we got to get out on the ice this year together you know I think I say that every year but I mean it man we got to get out right for sure yeah maybe we'll go bang on some bluegills or walleyes or who knows what gotta stay tuned yeah for sure me and Theo always doing crazy things um we do have a couple more or at least one episode planned in the future. Personally, I think, uh, I think we should hold that one off till next year. Um, you know, maybe if I'm looking for a little extra pizzazz in the, in the, you know, maybe a bonus episode, I could, I could throw that one out, but I think I'm going to save the one that I think both you and I are thinking of. I'm going to save that for next year. And that'll be a great, uh, bass season opener kind of, uh, kind of episode so yeah that's i think that's all i got for you all right yeah sounds good here all righty man yeah great fishing with you too great weekend great tournament uh and way to wait way to go man and uh actually one more thing how many fish did our boat end up catching for the team on sunday or not sunday monday we had was it 13 yeah, we had 13 of our 15 fish. Yeah, that is uh, crazy. Everybody's making jokes. When, so we went to rewards after that. Everybody was making jokes about our back certain and stuff like that. <laughs> that, was, that was funny. You know, all in good fun. Yeah, yep. All jokes. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, well, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it, and I uh, hope you have a good rest of your night. Thanks, man. You too. See ya. Thank you. See ya. Well, folks, that is it from Theo. Big thanks to him for coming on. Uh, It was a great weekend. Something that made my weekend extra special. My relevant sunglasses. Originally, the forecast called for all rain. Uh, I was like, oh, you know, dang it. uh, Not going to be the best weekend. You know, I don't like rain, to be honest with you guys. Yeah, it has great fishing uh, upside, but just not for me. I do not like it. I don't like that feeling of always feeling wet. Even if you have really nice rain gear, I feel like you always feel wet. I hate it. I just can't stand it. So I was pleasantly surprised when Sunday morning and, you know, actually all of Sunday, all of Monday, you know, sunny bluebird skies. I could wear my relevant sunglasses all day long. Let me tell you what. No pinch points on the side of my heads like I've had with other kinds of sunglasses. Uh, The frames work perfect. You know, I put them on right away in the morning when it was dark and the tint adjusted as the sun got higher. I've talked about this before. Game changer. Okay, game changer. Uh, We got up shallow. We were flipping and pitching. I could see everything. I had my rose, freshwater rose gold uh, finish. Uh, which really helps you sight fish, and uh, it's really de- designed specifically for sight fishing and being able to see in the water really good in all conditions. And uh, I put that to the test this weekend, and boy, can I test to that. Uh, I could see in the water great, polarization fantastic, and honestly, you know, just uh, I, I really love them, man. I really love them. Uh, I wouldn't be here telling you about them if I didn't really like them. So, uh, Go get your guys some relevant.life. You know, they are providing science-based solutions to the outdoor enthusiasts. Uh, no, it's not a marketing scheme. It is 
science, okay? And that is something that sets them apart from the rest. Go get yourself a pair of sunglasses. And, and they're not just a sunglasses company. They are uh, providing, you know, all sorts of science-based solutions for the outdoor enthusiast. So as it goes on, um, you know, there will be more and more designed, brought up, and products sold. Uh, so, you know, like like the one-handed bait box that is soon coming out, and also like the UPF face uh, lotion that stops the UPF or uh, stops the UV rays from reflecting off your skin. Um, it's all science-based. It's all for the outdoor enthusiast, and it's all waiting for you at relevant.life. You can hit them up on Instagram, Facebook, or you can find the website. I'm pretty sure it's relevant.life. You want to know why? Because it's more than the company. It's a lifestyle. You know, that's actually not their motto, but it should be because it sounds pretty good, doesn't it? <laughs> but uh, for real, guys, go go check them out. Relevant. R-L-V-N-T.